are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Coffee with Kim. I invite you to journey with me to a new day. I believe God has led you to this moment and this place because He is about to bring purpose and potential to your story. So join thousands of women and men from around the globe who have discovered how powerful their stories become once Christ touches them with His purpose. Don't you long to make this same discovery? Then grab your coffee, scoot in, and join me as we let God's Word reveal how every part of your past has been preparing you for this very moment. What are your first thoughts when disappointed by people or upset with yourself? What do you think when your expectations have been dashed by unexpected, unacceptable behavior? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coffee, Conversations of Friends of Faith to Encourage and Equip. I'm Kim Crable, always delighted to be your host. For today's guest, when disappointed in others, her response is not anger, It's not frustration or condemnation, but rather her first thought is, but look how far they've come. (laughs) This is the heart of the host of the award-winning and globally influencing TV show, God's View. Today, we are so honored. I am so honored to have with us for a full hour, Charlene Back to Maria. We are so delighted. Charlene, come on into the show. We are so happy to have you today. I'm so excited, my friend. I am excited. I'm always so honored anytime anybody would um, invite you to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm just so honored and, and just so blessed that uh, we're going to see heaven just really do some things in the hearts of people today. I know it. I feel it. <laughs> Absolutely. So and let glad. me just tell you how proud I am of myself to be able to pronounce your last name. <laughs> <laughs> For our listeners, I want you to, her last name is B-A-K-T-A-M-A-R-I-A-N. Now, let, so for me to be able to pronounce that, I hope I did it justice. I hope it did it, I did it well. well you did, but. yes. You did good. You did good. <laughs> it's, it's been really chopped up sometimes, but it never bothers I, me. It's all. It's difficult. I, I know, but you're so you're so good to teach us how to do that. What what is that? What that's a descendant from where, Charlie? Um, my husband's uh, father was full Armenian, and his mother was full Greek. So that's an Armenian uh, name. And uh, yeah. my husband is really has the heart of God. You know, there was great revival with the Armenians, and yeah, a lot of great stuff happened there. And so, anyways, yeah. It's Armenian, and I cook all the Armenian food, too, so he loves that. His grandmother taught me. <laughs> oh, how wonderful. Uh, yeah. Charlie, so tell everybody, I'm right outside of Atlanta. Tell everyone from where you're calling in today, because people think you're well, right beside me, but you're not. You're, you're a little distance away this morning, aren't you? Yes, I'm, I'm quite far, and it's Cheyenne, Wyoming. And uh, people often ask, how in the heck did you land in Wyoming? Well, that's a very long story, but um, Cheyenne, Wyoming has been a great place. We met the Lord here, and, you know, so it was a wonderful, wonderful land, and uh, we're grateful for Cheyenne, Wyoming. Many people say, oh, well, I'm going to leave, but then they come back because they go to the big city and they see how wonderful this is. You know, we have 80,000 people, 86,000, and that's including all the surrounding areas. So we're still, Mm -hmm. when I arrived here, it was 5,000 people. So I'm very, you know, from Detroit. (laughs) And so this was putting me in the middle of a desert with one cactus at that age uh, because Mm -hmm. I had everything at my hands there. And, of course, you know some of my story. I I was uh, uh, born and raised in Detroit in a very abusive home with an alcoholic father, drug house. And, and, and the drug house came later on. My brother was the drug dealer. And I only yeah. went to the eighth yeah, I only went to the eighth yeah, grade. And, yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to get into all that. I'm going to get into all that. Let, before we get into that, I want to just remind people who who you are now, 
And I want yes. people to understand because I, I love your story, Charlene. And people, see, what they do is they look at you on TV. They, you know, you've mm-hmm. written three devotionals, so you're an award-winning author. You, you speak into the hearts of people globally. People see you on TV. When you walk into a room, your presence, the presence of God precedes you. I mean, you're such a, you're a power woman in God. And, you know, and people see that, and they see us as leaders many times, and they don't realize the backstory of where we came from. And so for mm-hmm. our listeners today, I want them to understand that what, you know, your, your, your thought is, look how far we've come. Look how far we've come. And I want to speak in the, the hearts of the people who are listening today who know that there are more, there's more in them, but they're just not, they're so discouraged. They feel like it's too late or they've been too bad or something that's happened to them that's been too traumatic. And I want them to see, and I want to thank you for your vulnerability in sharing your backstory because the glamour and the glitz of who Charlene is now is not what you came from. So let's start there, Charlene. Let's talk about those things that you're getting ready to talk about, your past. Let's go back to when you were little, because it wasn't all perfect and pretty, was it? No, it wasn't. And, you know, I, I love what how you said, um, you know, we always never want to glorify or shine the light always on the past because when we say, look how far we come, you know, we're, we're talking about history. Now it's our testimony. We know Jesus Christ. And, and, and my past uh, gave great purpose to my life today. If I would not have went through what I did, and I was such a little fighter, and now I tell people I don't have to punch somebody with a fist through the streets of Detroit. I can just fight the good fight of faith. And so everything, it, that was all my history, and it did it, it did define me in some ways in a good way with, with the Lord and, and, and gave me who I am today and built character. But it doesn't define you to keep you way back there because, there, you know, I, I, went through, I went through so many things that a child should have never seen, went through um, uh, even, well, I can, you know, I, 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 I never want to get too detailed because it's really not, it's not what our purpose is. Our purpose is to show everybody how far we've come. I mean, and, and, and most people, you know, not most people, very few people know, I made it to the eighth grade. And um, that never stopped what God wanted to do in my life. And what you introduced me, you know, you know, when I sit on my show, when I sit in my life every day, Kim, I am so grateful to God. Even when I was in the drug house, even when I was growing up, my friends still, I have a lot of friends from Detroit still, and they would tell me, Charlene, you always wanted to help everybody and, and take them in. And I did. I took all kinds of people in. And, and it just was the heart of the Father from day one. But the devil came in with condemnation to, just like he's done with many of the listeners today, Kim, and what he does in our life when we've experienced such trauma or sexual abuse, and beatings, and because my dad would come home uh, drunk every day, and and he would, you know, uh, say things and do things that a child shouldn't have to go through, and then he would always tell us, I hate you, Um, I never wanted you, your mom better go find out who she got pregnant by, because it wasn't me, you you guys Mm -hmm. are only good for one thing, and and so every day when you hear that, then Mm -hmm. when... In your life, the spirit of condemnation will always come in and make you feel lesser than. It will make you yeah. compare your whole life. You're never good enough. Someone else can always do it better. You'll never measure up because that's what was told to you all your life. And, right. and it's just, it's such a lie. And, and I, God told me a long time ago, he said, Charlene, from the day you were born, he said the devil tried to destroy your life, and he tried to make you believe that the lie was the truth and the truth was a lie. And mm-hmm. that is so true for everybody, isn't it, Kim? All of us. Yes. He, he, yes. he comes in every day to twist and pervert the truth. And, yes. and, and so sad to say it's easy sometimes to believe the bad, 
more than the good, but God came in and started just speaking over my life. And, and the day I received him, there was a love, Kim, that I'd never had. And love, mm-hmm. it really does never fail. I've never gotten rid of that feeling from the day I was born again. And and that's what I that's what I wanted. I just wanted somebody to love me. And you know, Kim, yeah. God God protected me because one day a Baptist church came and picked us up. And I had six siblings, and uh, not all of us went that day, but they came and they picked us up, and we went to church. And I was about, I think, six or seven, if I can remember, because at 12, I was already doing drugs and and sniffing lacquer thinner and glue and on all kinds of drugs, because I used to do shoot-up heroin. I mean, I was was really a mess, and God made such, uh, I, I, I just, Stand in awe of him for what he's done in our life, and he'll do it for every one of you. Listen, I'm nobody special. Kim's nobody special. God is waiting, waiting to do everything so that you can look how far you've come. It's all percept. You, you, you just perspective. You, you just got to know that God's got the same for you. You know, absolutely. He, he, really, he really does. He's got the same for every single listener. You know. Absolutely. Let's let's stop right there. There, you just talked about so much there that I want I want the listeners to really be able to grasp what you're saying. I want you you were talking about doing drugs at a young age, and then and then the church bus and everything. Let's let's break that down. Let's go into the one. Let's go into this first. It sounds like growing up, you were exposed to so much, and so many of us were exposed to so many things that you should have yeah. never. And words were put on you that, and words can can bind you. The power of oh. life and death, right? So words can bind you. Mm-hmm. But let me, Charlene, let me ask you this: Before you knew, met the Lord, before. Uh, did, what what was the depth of your despair? I mean, you talk about drugs and cocaine. What where did you go? And this is and and just tell us whatever you feel like telling us. But tell us the depth of where you were in the darkness, because I believe that there are people right now who are listening who are in the depth of, of places where they thought they would never go or they would never be thrown into because of someone else's hurt and pain. And they need, you know, I feel like our greatest, uh, one of our, our greatest ways uh, to to work in this world is to connect. And so mm-hmm. connect with some of those people who are in that despair. Where, tell us about one of your darkest times. Well, it's deep and it's dark, and here's the thing that happens. There's a, there's a fear and a shame and a rejection, those three things that you operate out of, because you're so rejected and you're so broken and you're so much in despair, I tried to kill myself. And there was a few times when I was young because I would have told everybody I was just living a life and partying and, and doing all these things because, like I said, there was not any, any drug that I did not take. I mean, from quaaludes to uppers to downers to shooting up heroin to all of it. And I would have told people that, oh, I was just partying, but I was broken. And out of that pain and that rejection, it brings you into such a place of despair. And then the devil can come in, just take your life. Nobody loves you. You're not worth it. And and I believe many, you know, Kim, you and myself know as leaders and how many people we deal with that are so depressed and so broken and are at that place and want to kill themselves. And we just say, don't do it because God's got a great plan. I'm telling you, he protected me because when I went to that Baptist church that day, that man didn't say, oh, take her away. She's just a little girl. I was sobbing. I remember every moment of it. And I walked up there, that little girl, when he said, do you want Jesus? And he never shoved me to the side to a Sunday school. He brought me to the Lord just like he would bring any adult to the Lord. And, and then, of course, when I got home, my dad would always come with a um, white glove and go around everywhere because we had to clean a lot. And he said he was so angry because he knew, the, he knew that there was a light in me that, that changed. And he knew that. And so he said, you Guys, never go to church again. You understand me? He goes, you just doing that to get out of housekeeping and cleaning and stuff like that. And but that day, 
but he doesn't know. Even though I never got to go to church again, I never got to read the Bible, nothing like that. God was in me. Jesus came into my heart, and he protected me through those drug days, through those pain days, through everything until I came to him later on and walked down an aisle at a crusade at 32 years old and received him as the Lord and Savior. My husband said it at the very same time. Mm-hmm. Charlene, I, I've, yeah. got to, I've got to stop there. You, you, what you're please, saying yeah, is please. you're trying to – I mean, I want the audience to hear that You went to church as a little girl on a church bus and accepted Jesus, but you were not allowed to go back to church until you were an adult? Yes, yes. Oh, and so Charlene. I never – because – I never, but what, what, you know, God, when, when Jesus comes into you, he's our protector. He's our redeemer. Yeah. He, he yeah. you know, he came into my life and through all of the times that I almost got killed on drugs, through all of the times, and I tell people many times, my prostitute friends, you know, a couple of my, three of my best friends, the life that I lived, just let me give them an idea of the despair in the, and what what God has done and where he has brought me. And I just was around a lot of uh, different people and people don't understand that. And, you know, Kim, when I look back, I even say, I even say, who was that? Who was it? That's how, that's how Jesus can come in and change your life and do everything good. I, I, my, my husband and I, well, we're celebrating 50 years um, this year, but not on paper. We lived together for three because, of course, we were sinners. But then, but now we're really, <laughs> we're, we're so 48 fun. years, <laughs> we're 48 years um, married, you know, at the Justice of Peace downtown in my little halter top. That's how we got married. We didn't have a wedding <laughs> at the Justice of the Peace. But you know what? We we did it. And so um, we're going on 50 years, and he's the most wonderful man and, and loves the Lord oh. with all of his heart. God really gifted me with everything. I'm so grateful because everything could have been different. But he protected me, and, and he just he's just such a good God. And, you know, there's one scripture that, well, there's a lot of scripture that I decree every day. And I always said when I was young, oh, I can't, I can't memorize anything, but you can memorize anything. You know, the devil lies to you and, and tries to make you feel like you can never memorize scripture. And I got, I, I have so much scripture and chapters memorized. And the only reason why is because I started praying them every day. I started marching my floor when I got born again and decreeing them and speaking them over my life because you're so broken, you come in, and, and, and that word just washes over you. And in Psalms 139, 23, I continually said, um, search me, try me, O oh God, kiss my heart, know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way of everlasting. And I would cry out to him, Psalms 119, turn my eyes away from selfish gain and worthless things and turn them towards your staff. Preserve my life according to your word. There were so many that I would say over, and then you know Psalms ninety one, and and I, I I memorized all of that. Now when I march my floor, I can just say those things. But but the word is what will change people. The word yeah. is what will do it. And if we have that word, if even you have one word, I encourage the listeners. If you take one word, one one scripture that God may give you. And you speak it every day. I guarantee you when the devil comes and tries to pull you to the left and he pulls you to the right and tries to lie to you, whisper in your ear, then the Holy Spirit will breathe on that scripture and it will continue to push you right into your destiny because the word is sharper than any double-edged sword. It's active. It's powerful. It's the word. It's not you uh, You go away, potato head devil. You can't call him names. You have to use the word to fight against yes the demonic realm that's trying to take your life and take you out. And now I just, you know, I'll look at how far God has brought me and now I can be the sculptor of my dreams. I don't wait to go to sleep to dream. I, I can, I can dream and, and all of the things that happen to me, um, I will not, I will not slap God in the face and let it be without purpose. I Mm. want all my pain to have purpose. I want all of those things, you know, and one thing that people need to know, Kim, they, they really need to know this right now. I believe God's telling me to say this. When, right. when, uh, when I was, when I was uh, you know, first born again, I was asked to speak and to give my testimony. And, you know, I did not want to do that because I was still very, very, you know, when you just first get born again, you, you, 
you have to really still come through a journey. You get born again, and, and you have this great experience, but then you have a journey with God that you've got to let go of things. I mean, I had a yeah. mouth person, a truck driver. I mean, I was, I was, I was not, you know, a born-again, wonderful, you know, grew up in a family, you know, church house and all that. Right. I had a lot to, to get out of me. And right. um, when, when, you, when you grow up and hear those things, Shame, great, great shame. And so many people today, listen to my voice, please. You, you, when, when I went to give that testimony, I got delivered, and God just came and just in that place. And shame just has no place in my life. Because every time my dad would do the things and say the things that he did to me, I, great shame would be there. And, and God if you look up shame, and, and I can't remember if I looked up in Greek, Hebrew, because I look up all that stuff, or if I looked it up in the dictionary that time when God had me give my testimonies. And he said, Charlene, he said, I, wanna, I want you to let go of this shame because it's holding you back. And he said, and I want you to talk about it today with the people. And he said, in that where I looked it up, it said, shame is to fail to satisfy the hopes of. And I'll never forget mm-hmm. it to this day. This was like 37 years ago. And I, I can just say this clear as today. And he says it's failed every time, he said, you tried so hard to please your father. And he said, mm-hmm. but it, because of the shame, but you, he said, because every time you try so hard, you fail to satisfy the hopes of your, your dad. And you can never satisfy a spirit that is evil and devilish and demonic and abusive and, you know, sexual. He was, he was just everything that uh, – when Father's Day comes along, that's foreign to me. When people, oh, my daddy this, my daddy that, that's so foreign to me. I don't know that, but I can tell you this. I forgave my father. I went to mm-hmm. his grave, and I had a moment. The heavens opened. It shined down, and I fell on my knees, and I forgave mm-hmm. my father. Oh, and I'll tell you, it was the best thing I ever did because oh, he let listeners listen to me. They don't know what they're doing. Don't let it ruin you. You know what I mean? Because because of his hurt, because of his pain, because of what he did not know, which is Jesus. He did not know the love of the Father. So he was just an angry drunk, mm-hmm. just a part, you know, that would come home and just kick my mother in the back just to kick her and say horrible things. And, and you know, I mean, he'd call and we'd know right away. And that, that was even the Lord, Kim, if I think back. You know, he would always call, I'm going to do this, and I'm still concerned going over bridges to this day because he'd try to get us all in the car. Tonight you're all going to die. I'm taking you over that Bilal Bridge, and I'm throwing you all off. And he would always say that. And so I was always concerned. But the good thing about that is my mom always knew, and that poor woman, she'd always have to grab us all because she took all the beatings. I mean, when he'd try to hit us and beat us now, a couple of times he got a couple of us, but, I mean, she'd take it because she'd rush us out to hide us, throw us somewhere, and she would mm-hmm. take all the beatings. But we, she would know by his voice, because how silly of him, he'd call and tell us everything he's going to do and he's coming home right now. My mom would hurry, scurry all of us. She'd always have to be staying somewhere for a couple of days. I remember staying with many people and neighbors and, you know, family until um, she could go back home. And uh, finally, one day after 28 years, she finally, and that's a horrific story there, horrific. And, and finally, that, that ended that ended. And and to tell you the truth, we all rejoiced. It was the best thing that ever happened Mm because we didn't see our mother get hurt anymore or any of us. But I better, I better stop and let you ask a question. I'm just going on and on. (laughs) No, I mean, everything you're saying, I think, you know, is is so God led and you're speaking to the hearts of many. And I, I think about, you know, what is the one shame, you know, that is the, that is the thing. That's the covering that the, that the enemy wants to, to, to shroud us in And, and shame 
yeah. you know, shame needs one thing to, to, to survive, and that is secrecy. And what you said yes. there, when you went to talk and share, and, you know, and for the listeners out there, that doesn't mean you have to go before a church and share, you know, the secret of yes. your hurt and Good your pain. Point. But I, but I will tell you that where God calls you to speak that to a friend, to a pastor, to a to a, a you know a, a social worker to whomever you know that you have available to you, you know speak that you will hear in your in your mind. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Exactly. But the truth of it is, is that is not God speaking to you. That would that mm-hmm. would be the enemy who's trying to keep you down. God wants you to share because it's in the sharing, just like you heard with Charlene. It's in the sharing that you will find the freedom and you will find the what God has for you. And if you go into the book of Isaiah chapter 61 verse 7 it says but you will be called it says Isaiah 61 7 says instead of your shame you will receive a double portion and instead of disgrace you will rejoice in your inheritance so that what that means listeners is what you're hearing from my friend Charlene is that for your shame God wants to give you double gain not only does yes. he want to take the shame away and heal that, but he wants to give you a double gain, which means that he wants to bless you and he wants to bless others through you. And Charlene, what an incredible testimony you have of that. Now, let me ask you, we, we've got about five minutes before we go into, uh, uh, before we take a, a, a just a short 30-second break. But so, Charlene, we've seen the worst. I felt I felt the pain so much of what you went through. Is, you know, I could say that I live through as well. I love uh, one of the things that you said about we don't have to be defined by it. And God gave me this, Charlene. I put, um, what did I write? I put defined uh, by uh, to the divine in you. From the, from the defining, how the enemy wants to define us, God wants us to turn into the divine. He wants to use it divinely yes. Yes. through us. And yes. uh, he doesn't want to waste anything that we've been through. Let me just ask you this. How did you begin? What, what? and again, we've got about just three or four minutes before we go into our, our break. Okay. But how did all, how did, how did this begin to change in you? Well, the, I mean, the love of God from the moment I got born again, you know, Corinthians 5, 70, 17 says, therefore, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things pass away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, we, you know, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm not just saying that. I'm saying it's a journey, and every day with God, you know, with me, I was so. Did someone did someone come into your life that began speaking into you, or what? What was that like? The natural, yes, and, and yeah, that that was one of the things God gave me a spiritual um, mother that spoke into my life, and then I just dove into every meeting, Kim, that I could go to. Every time the church doors opened, I put my hand to work on everything that I could. And God, every time I was sitting there, it was like every message was spoken for me. And each step of the way, I would change a little more. And I would grab a hold of that. I would have people call me out every meeting I would go to and say, you're going to go around the world. You're going to have a network. You're going to have all these things. And, and a lot of people don't know that we did build GSTN, God Stations Television Network, which was a network network towers and everything but that's another whole story and you know I would I would really think at that time because of the brokenness and because of you're still on this journey and and so that's why I encourage everybody each step of the way God knows exactly what you need every single day whether he puts somebody in your path or somebody speaks because I would say what rock hit them on the head are they crazy I'm not and every bit of what they would say has come to pass in my life and this was when I was I mean we're talking almost 40 years ago and and God just knew I did not trust man would never trust man I couldn't go to counselors I'm not Definitely saying counselors are not good, please. People need counselors. But for me, I was so broken, and I did not trust anybody that Mm -hmm. I would continue to go to God. Every time somebody did something or something was, I would go to God, and he would just 
take care of every little thing along the way. And that mm. was just, that was my journey. And my, I'm just so grateful, Kim, for every moment I have with him because many of my friends didn't have one of my best friends when I moved here. She kept writing me letters saying, I'm going to do what you did, Sheridan, because I got on a bus literally for my life to be saved to come to Wyoming. And that's a long story. But so the drugs and all the people that I was around and, and everything, because the, the drug house just got busted with the SWAT team, and, and it was helicopters, and, and that it, that's a horrific thing to be in. And I was, I was in four different ones, but the thing is, is she kept writing me and saying, I'm going to do what you did, and I'm going to get out of this life. And we, I had to leave friends, family, everything. She ended up blowing her brains out in front of her eight-year-old. And, oh. and I, I have so many stories. She... And that just broke my heart because she wanted this opportunity. And one thing I do know about her, her mom was so in love with the Lord. And she would play that music. And Lily and I would wake up in the morning and think, oh, God, shut that off. But you know what? It was really ministering to our spirits. And I know... I don't know what Lily's last moments was, but she took a shotgun and blew her brains out right in front of her eight-year-old. And uh, she, well, she and didn't get off despair. the door. Yeah. That's despair. That, that's, 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 the, yeah, yeah. that's the despair. That's what you were talking about earlier. You know, that's, uh-huh. that's where the enemy took you. And, and for our listeners who are listening today, you know, if, if you're even having thoughts of that, you must oh, reach Jesus. out to someone. Call the yes. counseling yes. helpline. Call us. You much, uh, Charlene has a prayer line that you could call into that will give you the number later. You know, you can't listen to those lies. Now, we're going to have no. to take a 30 second break, but before we do that, one of the things that I want to point out in all this is um, listeners, wherever you are, and, and no matter where you are in your stage of growth, we're all in different places. But here's one of the things that really have been highlighted. So many things have been highlighted about what Charlene has said. But I want you to, as an adult, listening, whether you're a man or a woman or no matter where you are in life, I want you to consider, I know one of the things that I'm going to be doing from this conversation, and I hope that I've always done it, but it's going to be highlighted in my mind, is I'm going to start paying more attention to the little people that God puts in my life, and I'm going to make sure that I speak God's love into them. We're talking about a little girl named Charlene that accepted Christ at the age of six or seven who was not allowed to go back to church. So think about the adults that she came in contact with, school teachers, store clerks, maybe lifeguards, service workers. Mm -hmm. You know, God was putting people in her path, and I hope that they were speaking hope and love into her. I don't know, but, but here's the thing. We can. So we don't know when when God puts a child or and even an adult in our path. Don't dismiss the children. Think about what you can yes. do to them. Get get down and speak God's love into their hearts. For many years, I carried um, tiaras around with me, and I would give tiaras to little girls, and I would say, "You know, you are God's princess." You know, as just just to remind them. So I just want to remind us. Uh, you know, I spoke this morning on my live about not dismissing the small things in life. And while that child is small, your word of encouragement could be just what they need to keep on yes. keeping on. So I just, you know, a, a lot of things are coming up from, from your life, um, Charlene. But that was just one thing I really had to speak in to, into the our listeners and to yes. my own heart today is to don't dismiss. Uh, you know, saying the words to the children because you don't know what they're hearing at home, and your word can change someone's life. So, Charlie, we're going to take a, a thirty-second break, and then we're going to come back. I will tell you what I love the title of the show. Look how far she's come. Look how far mm-hmm. they've come, and this is the heart of Charlene when she looks at other people when they disappoint her or when they're not you know, living up to the standard of which, you know, the Bible calls, rather than condemnation, she, she, her mind goes, but look how far they've come. And now you can see that even more because that's what she needed to see to keep on keeping on. This is a woman mm-hmm. who now has a global ministry who speaks into millions of people on a, on a weekly basis. Look how far she's come. Look what God has done in her life. And listeners, God does not is not a, a respecter of persons. He will do for you what he has done for Charlene. 
but we must step out and trust him and do what God is calling us to do. So we're going to take a 30-second break, and when we come back, I'm going to introduce you to someone who has um, also come very far, and together we're going to talk about, Charlene, I want to give some practical principles you've given the scriptures, which is great, and let's take this last 30 minutes and talk to people about how they can get started today, how to live your dream, how to live God's dream for your life. So let's take 30 Mm -hmm. seconds and we'll be right back, okay? Okay. Opiates has taken everything and everyone I've ever loved away from me. Everything. I blew my ankle out and I got prescribed pain pills by my doctor. If making my detox public is going to help somebody, I'm all for it. I just wish I would have had a warning. Opioid dependence can happen after just five days. Know the truth. Spread the truth. A message from Truth, the Ad Council, and ONDCP. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coffee, Conversations of Friends of Faith to Encourage and Equip. I'm Kim Crable. Delighted and always honored to be the host of this incredible program, and it is incredible because I have incredible guests. I seek out those who really do have a voice for God, and God has really done a work in their lives. I want this to not be just another show, but a platform where you feel God and you learn his principles on how to live out your own passion, because you do have a ministry inside you, and you don't have to just wish any longer. You can use God's word to make that come alive in your life. Before we get back to our, our guest today, Charlene, the, the host of God's View, you know her well, I'd like to remind you to visit our webpage at www.kimcrable.org to find out the things that are going on there. We are in the midst of our uh, tour, Friends of Faith Tour Across America, where I've dedicated so many locations to where we go in and discover the true meaning of friendship, what God means. Do you realize that that is one of our priority ministries as being a friend, but not the friend that the world is, the friend that God calls us to be. So we're continuing to do that. We have lots of events coming up, and we would love for you to be a part of it. Also, we'd love for you to be a part of our Burdens of Blessings, the transformational journey where you take this book and find the the uh, power of your story, like Charlene has talked so much about. This is how God led me from um, my despair to the divine calling that he has on my life. And he has a divine calling on each of our lives. We must do the work, though. You must put in the work, put in the effort, like you heard, heard Charlene saying. So, so check out the website if you have any questions. We would love to talk to you about that. Well, Charlene, my friend, welcome back to Coffee. Thank you so much for getting up and spending a full hour with us. Well, I'm, I'm just honored to be on. I'm just honored to be on. And, you know, you, well, you I, said a powerful thing about, you know, you never know if you're a school teacher or what a child's going through. And that's so true, Kim. You know, if, if, if along my journey in my pain, because I thought I lived normal because I didn't know if I had that abusive of a house, you know, but because when you're a kid, you don't know. But you said a powerful thing. And if, if people would just, you know, we all, I know I have to be better at that with children, although I love kids and they always come up to me. And so I try to really love on them because we don't know what they're going through. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? One of the things I learned a long time ago is God is not a God of chaos. He's very detailed. And if someone passes through your path, there is a reason. It's for you. It's for them. It's for encouragement. Yes. It's for a lesson. It's, you know, we, we have to get that in our minds that when we cross mm-hmm. the threshold of our door and we go out into this world, that is our mission field, even if it's to the grocery mm-hmm. store, to the laundromat, and to pay close attention to um, the people. You know, one of the things, Charlene, that we must always remember is that people are our purpose, right? It's the people that is our yeah, purpose. It's people. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's not writing the next book. It's not performing the next show. It is the people that's involved. And so, you know, we have to keep our mind on that. Well, one of the things that you wrote here that I love, you put, we are called to help people by be everything Jesus died for them to be. How do we do that? And so today joining us, 
Um, I have a friend who came into when I was teaching Sunday school 30-some years ago. Oh, my gosh, I can't even believe I said 30-some years ago. But anyway, (laughs) um, I came into my Sunday school class, and Charlene, she was – uh, I don't probably didn't have the past that you had or even I had, but but was feeling very um, the lies and covered up her to the point to where she could she couldn't even lift her eyes up. I mean, she would come in and hold her head down, but she kept coming. Mm-hmm. And now she is mm-hmm. very active. She's on my on my board of directors of Roses Rainbow. She she leads a ministry in Augusta. She leads part of our coffee groups, and so. You know, so when you think about, look how far she's come, I wanted to invite her into the conversation just uh, to encourage people because people see you on TV, they see me on TV, but they don't see people who are actively involved in the community like Linda is, too. So, Linda, welcome to the show. Good morning, Charlene and Kim. It's so good to be here. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) So, Charlene? Uh, Linda, Linda, just take just a minute uh, to tell a little bit about your story, just a couple minutes. Well, my story started, um, I went to church when I was a little girl. My mom and dad took me to church, and I grew up in the church. I was baptized in the church, but not until I turned 40, um, God allowed me to go into a Sunday school class. And I had a wonderful teacher, and that teacher was Kim. And growing up in a church, I would hear the word, but I didn't know what the word meant because I didn't know about the relationship. And Kim helped me to see that I needed a relationship with the Lord. And I, at that time, at age 40, I thought there was this huge void in my life, which I thought it was children. And it wasn't children. It was the Lord, and it was his relationship that I needed. Mm-hmm. And that was what my void was. And um, so with Kim, she helped me to come forward and to seek God and develop a relationship with him which goes right back to what Charlene was saying right right Charlene is like you have to have it's the word you need somebody yes sees you for who you are sees your potential which we were talking about these kids but Charlene isn't it true I mean it's like you it's that word yeah it's that relationship with Jesus it's it's the truth and one, you know, a practical thing, as I, as I went along, people will ask me today. They ask me the question all the time. I, I literally had one gal say this to me. How did you get to where you are today? Because yeah. she wanted a ministry. But, see, it's, it, it, you said a very important thing. This is not about ministry. It's about people. And people come with ministry, but heaven is about people. And this is what her words to me. And don't give me that crap that. You just loved God and you just got there. And I said, well, that's the truth. I loved God and I loved people. And each day as I reached out and I helped people and I loved people, I said, you know, because what you sow, you reap. Now, I didn't do it for that. I just had a heart of heaven for people. And people need you. You, You've said it over and over. People need us. People need us. And we have to be more aware. Every grocery store, every restaurant, because I'm I'm always talking to a flight attendant or somebody in a bathroom or, uh, you know, a waitress or somebody because they're going through so many things. And we have got to, just along this whole journey, remember what you said, Kim. This is about people, and if you don't like people, then you're in the wrong you're in the wrong place. You know, you just gotta just give up your call because if people are bugging you, they don't bug heaven. God loves people, yes. and He loves little kids. <laughs> that that's that's exactly right, and Linda. If it hadn't have been for Kim and the love that she had for all of her mm-hmm. ladies in her Sunday school class, I don't know where I would have been because Kim. She she was like my cheerleader. She was um, yeah. pouring into me and to all the other ladies in our class, but she was my cheerleader. She um, encouraged me. And, I mean, she even became my mentor. And, you know, as I was learning and growing through her, being in her class about that relationship and then diving back into the Word of God, 
God began to transform me. He began to renew me and transform the way I thought because, you, um, Charlene, you said many things, and I said, that's me. That was, well, that was me. Like memorizing the scripture? Mm-hmm. Yes. Charlene, you were talking mm-hmm. about how you thought yes. that you could memorize. I can remember when Linda, I would say, Linda, you got to memorize the scripture. It's the scripture that will do the work. And she said, but I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't think she was smart enough, but she's brilliant. But, I mean, that, isn't that the, what, what the enemy does? And, yeah. and Charlene, yeah. you hit upon that. And listeners, you have to pick one scripture and memorize it because mm-hmm. it's amazing how if, – if someone were going to memorize one scripture today, Charlene, what would you tell them to start memorizing? Wow. I, I would – you know, what came to me immediately was creating me a pure heart, renew a right spirit within me yeah. because those two things together will bring an explosion of the things of God in your life. You know, you, you have to have – you know, the word of God, when you speak it out of your, we, out of your mouth, we all know, all three of us listen, you know, talking together right now, we know that it has the power. It's life and death when you speak it. The word of God is sharper and active than any double-edged sword. We know that God says, just as the rain falls and the snow and soaks the earth, so is it like my word. It cannot return void. And the word, mm-hmm. if they, they must find a scripture that God gives them. And right now we're just asking God to give them the scripture. Let it pop into their mind because that is the scripture that the Holy Spirit, we know he is the breath of life, the poem. And we just, that he would breathe on that scripture, like I said earlier, because you have to have the word of God to breathe on. So when the devil comes lying to you, pulling you to the right and to the left, that the Holy Spirit will breathe on that scripture. I say this all the time and push you, keep pushing you right in the right direction. And you know, obedience oh. is a key. Obedience is a key. Yeah, and Charlene, I love what you said. And listeners, I will tell you this. See, here's here's one of the problems with the church. Let me just tell. Let me just say this. And 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 mm-hmm. I'm not. Listen, I'm part of the church, so I can say it. Yeah. The church. Yeah. We have a problem of getting on our soapboxes and telling everybody else what they should be doing. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. Don't, <laughs> Charlene, don't you agree? Yeah. And I see agree. what you do. And and we just. I just wrote this this program on spiritual detoxing and in the spiritual detox you know what we learned exactly what you just said right there if you go listeners write this down psalms 139 23 psalms 119 37 these are the two scriptures that charlene just gave you if you want to memorize something that's going to transform your life in a way beyond anything that you could ever imagine then this these verses will do it because i want you to listen to this the, the church, myself, anybody who gets on a soapbox or tries to change the world, we do not have the power to change our world. We can exactly. influence our world. Who we can change is ourselves. So listen to this scripture that Charlene just gave to you. Listen, listen, search me. Psalm 139, search me, God. No, my heart, not my neighbor's heart, not my husband's heart, not my, you know, yeah. no, my heart. Test me. Don't test someone. Test me. And know my thoughts. See if there's any wicked way in me and lead me into. This is the prayer that we should all, you know, we could all pray each day. And then Psalms 119.37, turn my eyes away from the selfish gain and worthless things. Turn my eyes towards your statutes. Preserve my life. So, Charlene, don't you think there's a secret there? And us going before the Lord every day as ourselves and saying, God, make me who you want me to be so that others can see you and me and will want you because they see the changes that are going on in my life. Amen. And that's the truth. And and that's the biggest thing. Our history um, and where we come from is really our great testimony today. And, you know, another thing, although I, I can go, I have, I have, a lot of scriptures I speak over us every day. But one, you know, is uh, I roll my works upon you, Lord, and you are causing my thoughts to become agreeable to your will. So shall your plans be established and I shall succeed. Yeah. And that's a powerful one that somebody could grab a hold of if they want right now, Proverbs 16.3. And I'll tell you, 
your thoughts, it's all in our thought life. Isn't that the battlefield when the devil comes and starts telling you, oh, oh, well, look at sister so-and-so. You're never going to be like that because you're just all sorry and you're terrible and you just yelled at your husband today or whatever they did, you know, and he's going to make that, he's going to blow that up like nobody else to make them feel awful and, oh, I bet, you know, I can't do that because I'm this terrible person and -and so-and-so is the most holy person on earth. Well, this is what the devil does, comparison to make you feel lesser than. And, you know, I, this is one thing that I did. This is, this is a practical thing. And if people will grab a hold of this, and I mean do it, when, when, the, when you're standing at the sink or you're driving in the car and the devil comes along with some horrible thing because you keep thinking, oh, my God, how could I think that about myself? Or how could I think that? No, the devil plants that there. And when he comes across your mind with some a crazy thing and how bad you are or you don't look good or you're never going to change or, you know, you're worthless or the things that maybe you heard when you were growing up in an abusive house, you know, this is what I did. And I did this maybe a hundred times a day. I took captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. And when you keep doing that over and over out of your mouth, I take that thought captive to the obedience of Christ because once your obedience it says it's fulfilled, then it's going to happen. That's what that scripture says. You know, well, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but you, you can look that up. But, um, you know, and so it's very important that you do those things, that you're in the word because it's the word that will change you and wash you and not return void. And the word is the only thing that will uh, stop the devil. I, you cannot call him a potato head or names or whatever. You know, <laughs> you have to use the word, you know, yes, and right. that's what he has to bow to. That's the bow to the that's Lord. That's right. So and, I would and say that obey and take captive. That's right. Second Corinthians yes. ten five. We demolish arguments yes. and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of knowledge. God. That's what. That's how. That's how the enemy came against Eve. He set himself up against the yes. knowledge of the Word of God, and he began to take her captive. Instead, we can take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. So either we're going to be taken captive or we take the word captive. Linda wanted to say yeah. something about thoughts, I believe. Linda? Um, Charlene, you were talking about our mind and how, for me, yes. my mind was my battlefield. And yes, I had to is. learn to start speaking positive words of affirmation within me yes. over myself. And um, and mm-hmm. then I remember God had just given me a scripture of, you know, I have to renew my, I have to be transformed and I have to renew my mind. And uh, he would give me, when I, when I first started uh, my journey, when I rededicated my life, you know, he gave me my scriptures. He would tell me, he said, now go, I will help you speak and I will yes. teach you what to say because I had so much fear um, built up in me from what, mm-hmm. I mean, because Satan, you know, he's he's the liar and deceiver of all things. <laughs> yeah. And my, that's what I was listening yeah. to in my mind. And mm-hmm. so when I started diving into the word, God started revealing his truth and his promises to me. And he began to help me, you know, through his work. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. For the Lord your God is with you. And he began showing that to me that I can. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And nothing is impossible with Christ. And that's that's getting that word. And and listeners, you know, I I know you're hearing this. I don't want you to sound. I don't want you to think that sounded super spiritual. What that is is those nope. are promises of God mm-hmm. that Linda is mm-hmm. standing on. Yeah. And you know you have. Yeah. It's, and it goes back to what Charlene was saying. You can't just, you know, think of these uh, these uh, happy little mantras and and say them. It has to be the word of God. Uh, so yeah. we're getting down to our last five minutes. I knew this hour was going to fly by. Charlene, let me ask you this. Well, I know. Please tell me you'll come back another time. Oh, my God. I would love to. I'm so honored to be on. I'm just honored. You know, Kim, all three of us. 
because she well, said the most powerful thing, and if we can help people know that your your mind is the battlefield and you must think about what you're thinking about, and you must take yeah. that thought captive and then speak a word. Because, you know, it all comes down to you got to learn to trust in God, and that's another one that I speak over our lives every day, that we trust in you, Lord, with all of our hearts. We lean not on our own understanding. In all my ways, you know, I acknowledge you, and you're directing my path. I'm not wise in my own eyes. I fear you, Lord, and, right. and I depart from evil, and it's health to your neighbor. And, you know, and I mean, I, I have that whole thing. But one thing that really helped me, a scripture that I say every day is in Psalm 32, 8, and, and it, it really it really gave me confidence because the Lord says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go, Charlene. Yes. I will counsel you and watch over you, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that really, really helped me because mm-hmm. the Lord is watching over us. He is counseling us. He is leading and guiding us every day. And, I mean, it's him. It's all him and his word. And if we could get somebody as a listener today just to take a scripture, I'm telling you, they start with that. And it, it's game over for the enemy. He's not going to have their mind as his little playground and causing them to feel oppressed, depressed, rejected, unloved, in fear, you know, unwanted, all those things. Because the only thing that will fight it is taking captive the thought and then speaking the word. Yeah, and 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 that's and that's the secret, listeners. If if, if you're if you're wondering how to get started. You know, you, you've got to understand it's, it's not too late. You're not too old. Things haven't been bad. Today Amen. is the day that the Lord has made. Today is the day of your opportunity. You know, if you're feeling this this desire in your heart and you're thinking, oh, I just, I wish I, I, wish I wasn't this old. I wish I had, you know, take the wish out of it exactly. and put the truth in there. To be, God says, today is the day of your opportunity. So, Charlene, we have about three minutes left. So I want, I want you to speak into that person's heart right now who are listening. They're saying, oh, I'm 40 years old. I'm 50 years old. I'm whatever. And I feel like it's just, will you speak into that person's heart and give them hope for how they can turn things around mm-hmm. today? Amen. You know, um, you may not have listened to this whole program, but we're, we're talking about look how far you've come. Quit looking back. The devil always wants you to look back, but you always need to look where you come. And Kim said a powerful thing, and I say this all the time. You're never too old, and it's never too late. There are so many people that, that the enemy has lied to them and say, oh, your life's gone. There was a major man of God that, that came to the Lord late in life, and he said to the Lord, Lord, where where would I be right now if I only had served you and if I only had obeyed and done what I wanted it, you know, done what you wanted me to do? And the Lord said, right where you are, because I take everything that the canker worm has eaten and I make it new. I see, see, God will start right where you are. You've never lost anything with the Lord. Nothing is of loss. And that's what the devil wants to make you think. And I just hear it so much of, oh, I'm just too old, and you guys have been in this a long time, and God did it for you. And no, he wants to do everything for you right now. But you have to pick up that paintbrush. You have to, you have to, like I said when I started, be the sculptor of your dreams. You have to not let the devil have your dreams. Not have. It doesn't matter what happened to you in the past. It does because it hurts and all that kind of stuff. I'm not like minimizing it and making you feel like, oh, nothing happened. But believe me, I, I know what that is and what that feeling is. But that is just your history. Now there's a testimony. And don't let everything that happened to you and don't let the devil keep lying to you. Let there be purpose. God has purpose for you. I'm telling you. I I want to encourage you. You were not just born in, you know, living on earth right now in 2022. You could have been born in uh, 1940 or the 1800s, but God thought you had the good. You had everything in you to finish this race and be just like me, be just like Kim, be just like anybody, because God has a purpose and a plan. He predestined and ordained for you. Don't let the devil lie to you. 
Don't let him lie another day. You have purpose. You have a call. You can, I mean, you can change the world with a smile. You can change the world by meeting, by changing one person's life. I wish I had time to talk about when I got in a car accident and had to go to the massage therapist, what happened there. I'll tell you what, we can change people's lives, and you will be accountable. So just come on. Get encouraged today. Let the light come on. I don't care if you're 80, if you're 90, listening to my voice. My mother came to the Lord in late years, and I'll tell you what, people can do all kinds of things starting. I don't care if it's a minute that you were left on this earth and you got to do what God called you to do. It's all worth it. It's all worth it. Oh, we love you. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh, friend, we're a minute out. I just want to thank you Ooh. so much. I want to thank Linda for jumping in here for a few minutes. Uh, and I, I just I thank you so much, Charlene. I will, listeners, I will put all of the information on how to reach Charlene. Charlene, we got thirty seconds. Tell us really quickly how people can reach out to you. Um, they can go to my website, and then everything's there. It's GodsViewTVShows.com. That's GodsViewTVShows.com, and everything's right and there. And it will be there. listed on, and it will also be listed on all of my social media. Linda Goble yes, is uh, kind enough too. to join us today. Friends, for yeah. you who are nice joining you, us Linda. live or, or those who are joining us by podcast, I hope that this word is just really spoken into your heart today. You know, God has a plan for each and every one of us. We were birthed with a plan, and that plan is to be lived out each and every day. So wherever you are, pick up that head, straighten up that crown, and know that there's Mm -hmm. a lot more for you to do. Let us know if we can help you in any way. Charlene, I love you. We'll do it again. I love you, too. We'll see you next time right here on Coffee. Bye, everybody. God bless you. To learn more about Kim's books, teaching materials, or to invite Kim to speak at your event, please visit kimcrable.org. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, to learn more, please visit kimcrable.org.